turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Wellness Radio. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. Claiming support of the military, Venezuelan opposition leader Juan Guaido is calling on Venezuelans to take to the streets to topple socialist President Nicolas Maduro. And crowds are filling the streets of Caracas. Troops are massing and tear gas fills the air. Guaido issued his call for an uprising in a video posted online this morning. The video, which was filmed at dawn, shows Mr. Guaido flanked by soldiers. Perhaps most significantly, though, is the appearance of opposition politician Leopoldo López alongside him. Mr. López has been under house arrest for the past couple of years, so the fact that soldiers released him shows loyalties very obviously shifting. That's the BBC's Katie Watson. On Wall Street this morning, stocks in negative territory. The Dow down about 27 points. The S&P is off eight. The Nasdaq Composite Index, 50 points in the red. This is SRN News. April is Stress Awareness Month. There are many ways to minimize stress, such as maintaining a healthy lifestyle and purposefully dedicating time to relaxation. If left unchecked, stress can be deadly. In fact, stress is often referred to as the silent killer because although its effects are not immediately apparent, it can lead to a number of serious health problems, such as high blood pressure and heart disease. This Wellness Spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio 1570. The Tuesday edition of Like It Matters Radio is coming up here on Wellness 1570. Become a member of the Wellness Fan Club. Lots of perks to go along with it. We've got a ton of contests and things, prizes you can win just for becoming a fan club member. Sign up at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Share us with a friend, too. Even if they don't live in the listening area, they can still become a member of the fan club. Plus, you can listen anywhere through our mobile app. According to a recent Barna study, schools are seen as a negative influence on faith formation. Church leaders view parents, churches, and Christian communities as positive influences on a child's spiritual life. However, children are spending most of their daytime weekday hours at school, which is perceived by many church leaders as a negative influence. A good Christian school can provide a strong Christian community to help positively influence your child's spiritual formation. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we believe in the power of Christian education so much, we have partnered with local Christian schools to offer half-off your child's first year of tuition. It's our half-off tuition program. To find out if the school you are considering is part of this program, and to take another great step in your child's faith formation, call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406. That's 651-289-4406. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Hey, your home has some real nice gutters, said no one ever. It's Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. No one notices gutters until there's a problem. Whether you've had damage from an ice dam from the long, hard winter, water in your basement, or you've just been thinking about the health of your gutters for a while, call the Kingdom Builders. We fabricate 5- and 6-inch seamless gutters right on site, and they're specifically designed and color-matched to your home. We also mount stainless steel micro-mesh gutter covers to keep your system clean. No getting up on a ladder and wondering what you'll find. A budding tree, an irritated robin, or the neighbor kid's lacrosse ball. We're talking minimum maintenance for years to come. Plus, they look great. So let us take care of the most underappreciated but very important part of your roof, your gutter system. Call the Kingdom Builders today, 612-900-9166, or find us online at thekingdombuilders.net. That's thekingdombuilders.net. We're not salespeople. We're just great gutter installers. Looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Minnesota. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen, following directions, accepting responsibility, being a good role model. 
and it's about respect for officials, opponents, the rules, and each other. The result? It transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. High school sports. There's so much more than just a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm going to pose a question to you. Who are you? Who are you? Knowing who you are is one of the most important questions you can ever answer. It is one of those what we call an existential question. You know, existential, the word, I love words, etymologist, I love words. The word existential combines two words, existence and essence. Existential. Wow. And this etymology tells us what an existential question is. It's a question concerning the essence of what it means to be alive. In other words, what it means to live our life. What is the meaning of life? Not as the meaning of life in general. What is the meaning of your life? What is the meaning of your existence? Who are you essentially? What is your true nature essence? What is your identity? What is your greater purpose? Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do it again and again and again? There's such a void in our lives. We get too many people that are doing what I call checking boxes. Just getting up each day, doing what you do, and go home at night, get up the next day. Why do you go home? Because that's where you get your mail. Why do you do what you do? Because that's what you do. And you got to know this question of who am I? Who are you? I remember a story I heard years ago. Uh, I think it was Jim uh, Paluch, uh, I think is the name, President J.P. Horizons. He shared a story about, a, he said a railroad crew was working in the hot August sun, replacing railroad ties and adjusting tracks. As they labored in the blazing heat, an engine pulls up with a fancy caboose all decked out with company colors and stops a short distance from the crew. A man in a sharp pinstripe suit steps out of the caboose and yells toward the crew, John, John Hayes, is that you? To the labor surprise, John yells back, yeah, Tom, it's me, good to see you. Well, come on in and visit for a while, Tom yells back. The labor crew stared on in amazement as John laid down his shovel, wiped the sweat from his forehead, and walked toward the caboose. The man in the pinstripes gave him a big handshake and a slap on the back as they disappeared into the caboose. After a short time, John came walking back out to once again pick up his shovel and take his place on the crew. Everyone stopped working and stared up at him. John, someone finally spoke up. John, wasn't that Tom Miller? Yeah, it was. Um, Tom Miller, the president of the railroad? Yep, came his lonesome reply. Well, John, how do you know Tom Miller? I mean, the man continued to pry. We both started working for the railroad on exactly the same day over 20 years ago. The man couldn't help but ask the obvious question. John, if you both started working on the same day, how come Tom Miller became president of the railroad and you're out here in the hot sun laying ties? To which John stopped working, leaned forward on a shovel with a look that seemed to instantaneously play back the past 20 years and said, 20 years ago. Tom went to work for the railroad. I went to work for a dollar twenty an hour. It's what I call a box checker. So many people 
are going through life just checking boxes, just showing up. You know, there's a movie out there called The Rookie. I never saw it. It was a Disney type of movie, and it was about some washed-up old uh, former Major League Baseball player. And uh, I think he was, like, in the minor leagues but was supposed to go into the major leagues. But uh, didn't work out. He quit. He gave up, whatever it was. And the reason I never saw the movie is because of a trailer I saw for it. And it shows this young man and a whole bunch of kids around. And he, and he says this quote. He says, you know, life's uh, about showing up. You know, if you just show up. And it just, it just turned me off. Because that's the problem. Too many people just showing up. Too many people just showing up to their marriage because that's where they find their bed. Too many people just showing up at the end of a work day at home because that's where they get their mail. Too many people just showing up just expecting a check box. And then they want everything that everybody else has. That's what's different in the world today. We live in a world where we no longer critical think, where we now just fed a lot of hatred, a lot of resentment. You know, the whole privilege movement is nothing more than life. You know, some people have, some people don't. Some people are more blessed in this world with stuff of this world, and other people aren't. Some kids get cancer. Some people live like George Burns, lives 100 years smoking, drinking, and dies of natural causes. One thing I learned a long time ago reading something that we call the good book is that, boy, two things. One, life ain't no fair, and life is hard. And so if you read that good book, just accept those two things. You don't need to focus on it. Just remember, life ain't no fair, and it's hard. So when that happens, just put your big boy pants on. And instead of focusing on all those things that you cannot control, what if you actually focus on the one person you have absolute control over? And that is yourself. You know, a story about a Chinese general who had a noble cause. He, he wanted to change the world. And as he sat down to figure out how he was going to change his world, he realized he had to first start with his own country since he had authority there. As he sat down to figure out how he was going to change his country, he realized he had to first start with his own community, since he and his family resided in that community. As he sat down to figure out how he was going to change his community, he had realized he first had to start with his family, since they were the pillars of said community. As he sat down to figure out how he was going to change his family, he came to the dawning realization that the only person he could change was himself, right? The man in the mirror. Yeah, I did just quote Michael Jackson. And as he focused on the man in the mirror, the one person he could truly change and change himself, that change inspired change in his family. As his community saw the change uh, in his family, uh, it inspired them. And others around them in that community started changing as well. And so as he changed his community, then all those in his country noticed the change. Noticed the change that was going on and encouraged them to change as well. And as he changed his country, he realized that, ladies and gentlemen, just might change the world. I think it was Buddha that said, be the change that you want to see in the world. But none of that happens unless you know who you are. You know, these are these existential questions. And yesterday, we, had, we were talking about frames. And we talked about the ultimate frame is worldview. The ultimate frame is how you view this world. Man, in a time of such hatred, such bitterness, so many in this country is hateful. And what they're hateful towards? A man who they think is hate. And so they justify their hate by saying that, well, he hates. So they hate. And all this hate is driving divorce up. All this hate is driving up uh, cruelty to each other. All this hate uh, is driving up all the ways we hurt each other. Look at all the synagogues, the mosques, the churches, all the killings with people who don't feel like you do, or not you specifically, you know what I'm saying, like other people do. I know no one listening to this radio show would do something like that. But it just stirs me up. It stirs me up. And see, when you know who you are, then what to do is, is a lot easier. And the ultimate uh, frame is worldview. Your view of God, your view of the world, your view of how you fit into it. That is the ultimate existential question. But I'm going to tell you the second ultimate existential question 
is who are you? Because we know who you are, what to do is a lot simpler. And the question is this, why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do it again and again and again? Who are you? I am Mr. Black, and we're going to be digging deep into the existential question. And that is the question I'm asking every listener out there today. Who do you think you are? Here's what a pastor Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about leadership awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry related, and I mean, I'm, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged and I've been excited and I've been given energy. Honestly, This did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned, and it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, June 13th through the 15th. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to find Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Good day. Welcome to our show. Today's topic, how to cover up your back. Yard. Well, I can't use my tool because it's not big enough, eh? No, but you got a lot of space back there. You know what would fit? What? An Arctic spa or Arctic swim spa. Oh, yeah. Take off. It would have helped with a cabin fever for sure. Why should we get one now instead of waiting for fall? Well, because there are model close-up pricing deals. You like a good deal. Showroom clearance deals. And the new models are also starting to show up in the showroom. Yeah, but aren't we going to have to pay a premium right now, eh? No. Premier Pool and Spa wants you to have the spa your dreams when you want it. They get you the very best deal any time of the year. They also bring them in by their truckload so you can take advantage of those big savings. It sounds like they're working hard for me. They want you to have the best hot tub. And it's made in Canada. Canada for those Minnesota winters, eh? For the very best price, eh? Yeah, save on all the Arctic spas today. Visit Premier Pool and Chanhassen at premierpools.com. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take fun seriously. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, I'm posing a question to you. The question is, who do you think you are? You know, knowing who you are is one of the most important questions you can ever answer. It's one of the key existential questions. You know, is there a God? And if there was a God, what would those qualities have to be? And could there be a a personal God? You know, one of my favorite books I ever read uh, is I Don't Have Enough Faith to Be an Atheist. It's by uh, Frank Turek and Geisler, Norman Geisler, I think it is. Uh, And outside of the Bible, uh, it is probably the most profound book I've ever read. Uh, And it really uh, gets in some of these deep existential questions because, you know, yesterday we talked about the the ultimate frame. You know, nothing in life has any meaning except the meaning we give it. Nobody responds to reality. What we do is respond to our map of reality. You remember uh, 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 transactional analysis. There's a stimulus and there's a response. The stimulus does not dictate the response. It might encourage it. It might set it up. But what happens is the mind is six times faster than we can talk. 
So someone says something or does something, and then we automatically go to our three channels. We go and remind ourselves of something that was done to us, so we see something, or remind ourselves something was said or always been said to us, or we have a feeling or remind of an experience in the past. And then based on that, we respond. So technically, we don't respond to what people are doing. We respond to what we believe people are doing. See, that's what I mean by the, the, the worldview, the frame. And so if, if I'm a believer in the God of the Bible, uh, and I believe the Bible itself as well, I'm going to do things a little different. If I'm a Muslim, and I believe in Sharia law, uh, and I believe that the infidels need to be gotten rid of, uh, then I'm going to see things much different. If I'm a Jew... Uh, and uh, and a secular Jew, because in Israel, a lot of people don't know this, only about 5% of Israel, I think, is religious. It's become a secular state. But if I'm either a secular Jew or a religious Jew, uh, and I know my history, and I know the history of the world and all that, then I'm going to, don't you see, it's the ultimate frame, that God question. But the second biggest question, the second biggest frame is identity. And that's why you got to know who you are, because when you know who you are, then what to do is a lot simpler. And the next module, I mean, next uh, segment, I'm actually going to go in and prove it uh, neurologically. There's something called neurological levels that will show you the hierarchy. Uh, and it'll show you this this uh, highest level, the bigger connection to the universe, the God question, the, the whatever you want to call it, spirit, as neurolinguistics calls it. Uh, there's a level there. And it's, why does it matter? It's a really important. So we're starting today and asking the question, who are you? Because we're focusing on that existential question of who you are. Because knowing who you are is one of the most important questions you can ever answer. You know, I, it's funny. I Googled uh, poems called I Am. And I wasn't sure if I'd get all religious poems because that's, you know, God's name is I Am. But I got this one kept coming up, this quote famous one by John Clare. John Clare said, I am. He says, I am, yet what I am none cares or knows. My friends forsake me like a memory lost. I am the self-consumer of my woes. They rise and vanish in oblivious host, like shadows in love's frenzied stifled throes. And yet I am, and live, like vapors tossed. Into the nothingness of scorn and noise, into the living sea of walking dreams, where there is neither sense of life or joys but the vast shipwreck of my life's esteems. Even the dearest that I love the best are strange, nay, rather stranger than the rest. I long for scenes where man hath never trod, a place where woman never smiled or wept, there to abide with my creator, God. And sleep as I in childhood sweetly slept, untroubling and untroubled where I lie, the grass below, above the vaulted sky. You know, when you know who you are, then what to do is a lot easier. That's why it leads right into The Road Not Taken by Robert Frost, right? Two roads diverged in a yellow wood, and sorry I could not travel both. And be one traveler long I stood, and looked down one as far as I could, to where it bent in the undergrowth. Then took the other as just as fair, and per having perhaps the better claim, because it was grassy and wanted wear, though as for that the passing there had warned them really about the same. And both that morning equally lay, in leaves no step had trodden black. Oh, I kept the first for another day, yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I should ever come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh, Somewhere ages and ages hence, two roads diverge in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. See, when you know who you are, then what to do is so much easier. And I had shared the story uh, from uh, Jim Paluch, the president of J.P. Horizons, you know, about two guys, one was a worker, one was the CEO of a railroad company. Both started 20 years prior, the same exact day. One became president of the railroad, and one to this day is still laborer with the railroad. 
And as the one laborer was asked the question about he and his friend who both started work the same day, 20 years ago. Remember, John stopped working, leaned forward on a shovel with a look that seemed to instantaneously play back the past 20 years and said, 20 years ago, Tom went to work for the railroad. I went to work for a dollar twenty an hour. See, when you know who you are, then what to do is a lot simpler. And in that post uh, by Jim Apolluch, president of JP Horizons, and it was, uh, I think, February of last year, he went on uh, from that to describe two types of people. He said in every organization that he's been fortunate to work with over the past 15 years, he said he sees examples of both types of individuals in the story we talked about. There's the individual that comes to work not only wanting the best for his family and future, but also has a sincere interest in helping the company grow and succeed. I call this person a builder. That's what he says. And to me, it's ownership mentality. There are basically two types of people in the world. There are people that treat their job like I owned it, and then there's employee mentality. And by the way, you can be an owner of a company and have employee mentality. You can be an employee of a company and have ownership mentality. But as leaders, we are called to own what we do. We are called to own what we do. And so there are these builders, people who have uh, ownership mentality, who treat it like they own it, who that their job is their creed. You know, I think it's Colossians 3.23 says, Whatever you do, do it heartily as unto God and not to man. You want to bring glory to God if, you're, if your worldview is you're a Christian, you're a follower of the God of the Bible. On the other hand, he goes on to say in this article, he often come into contact with the individual who has one thing in mind, getting the most amount of money for the smallest amount of effort, and doesn't care what happens to the company, they will just go off and find another job someplace else if this one doesn't work out, and he calls that person a destroyer. He says the interesting thing about builders and destroyers is that they each have made the choice of which side of the line they will be on. That is the most important decision an individual can make, he says. I disagree. I think it's about your question of God and who are you and then, then your work ethic. But he says it's the most important decision an individual can make, and he says it will likely determine the outcome of a career or future. He says destroyers hate. If you listen to a destroyer talk, you will hear a word or at least a form of a word that all of them seem to use. The word is hate, and they use it in reference to many things. Just like today, you know, 40% of this country hate the guy in the White House. Hate him because he's a hater. Hate everything he does. Hate everything he says. Hate anybody that uh, likes him. Hates anybody, you know, if he wears a red hat, they beat him up. And yet, those people are supposed to be lovers that are hating everybody. Those people are supposed to be good people who are just hating an evil person. But yet, anybody else that might not hate that person, they hate them as well. Don't you hear it? It's destroyers. And somehow it's called the, the better group of people. They're just destroyers. You know, they hate. You know, comments like management is for all, 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 they hate management for all the stupid things they do and all the money they make. They hate customers for all the demands they make and complaining they do. They hate money because the payback is so little, their paycheck is so little, and there's never enough to pay the bills. They hate other employees, you know, because they're privileged. You know, they got more than them. They got more job skills. They got more money. They got, right? We all hate people that have stuff that we don't have, right? That's the covetousness, right? We all got to have privilege, right? Everybody's got to be privileged. And they hate their family uh, because uh, their spouse uh, said something or their child did something. They never say it was hate, but if you listen to their language, they sound like they hate. Right? They hate other employees because they got all the easy jobs. And, of course, the only reason they're there because they kiss up, right? It's like, Lucifer, have you considered my servant Job? Oh, no one likes you. No one loves you. The only reason anybody likes you is because you give them stuff. And then God said, have you considered my servant Job? If you listen to destroyers long enough, it becomes evident that they hate themselves a lot. But now builders, builders do what's important because they know who they are. They continue to learn. They go to seminars, they listen to radio shows, they think creatively, open opinions of others, they appreciate people, realizing that every great thing that was ever accomplished was through hard work. They have great attitudes, they have a good mindset, they set goals, they take the time to have clearly defined written goals, they don't quit. Builders understand obstacles, 
In fact, they even welcome them in overcoming obstacles. We know that we become stronger and learning to persist is what takes us to higher levels and more responsibility organizations they work with. See, that's why you got to know who you are. When you know who you are, are you a builder? Are you a tearer down? Are you a leaner? Are you a lifter? Because when you know who you are, then what to do is a lot simpler. And today, I'm digging deep into this existential question, and I'm posing the question, who do you think you are? Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, June 13th through the 15th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-708-3091. 800-708-3091. That's 800-708-3091. If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day, he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, click the follow button, and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work, one-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters Inspiration, Education, and Application. I am Mr. Black, and this is your hour of power. If you somehow stumbled into this and just found us by accident, no accident. You were destined for this place. And so you want to make sure that you lock on for an hour of power. Give me 48 minutes a day. It's about how much content. 48 minutes a day, I'll give you a new life. Give me 48 hours a day and I'll teach you how to figure out who you are. Give me 40 hours a day and I'll help you improve your relationships. Give me 48, sorry, minutes, <laughs> not a day. You can't give me 48 hours a day, but you can give me 40 hours of a two and a half day class called Leadership Awakening. And if you go to likeitmatters.net, likeitmatters.net, you can read about that 48 hours that will forever change your life. But in this radio show, I'm just talking 48 minutes. That's all I'm talking about. Two sitcoms. That's it. Every Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, replayed 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can find us on iHeartRadio, 
All you got to do is query or search Wellness Radio 1570. Wellness Radio 1570. You'll find us there. We are also in two terrestrial markets in the city of the Twin Cities, I should say, of Minneapolis, St. Paul. We are in AM 1570, TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Uh, 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, replayed 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're also in the beautiful city of St. Louis terrestrially. So if you go to your AM, FM dial there in St. Louis every Monday through Friday from 7 to 8 p.m., 95.1 FM and 1260 AM, the St. Louis Gospel Experience. There you will find us. And you can always go to likeitmattersradio.com. Likeitmattersradio.com. There you can listen to this message and about three, four, five months of other archived messages in podcast form. Just go to likeitmattersradio.com. And by the way, iTunes has us now. So if you go to iTunes and subscribe to Like It Matters Radio, uh, you'll have it there every single day. And if you do Facebook, please like us on Facebook. And today, we're continuing the process of what we began yesterday. Uh, And those are considering existential questions. You know, yesterday, I had you take a look at the ultimate frame, which is worldview. In other words, your biggest question to ever answer to figure things out is, is there a God? And if there is a God, which God is it? And how do you fit into God's plan? That's really the ultimate existential question. The second, right behind it, is who are you? Who do you think you are? Why? Because when you know who you are, then what to do is quite simple. You know, I've been doing transformational leadership training for 23 years. You go to likeitmatters.net, likeitmatters.net. And I got this um, uh, this let note, email note, from one of my students who went through my training in Chicago about six weeks ago. Uh, she says, hi, Mr. Black. She said, I wanted to share something with you. I've had an eye disease since I was a child that causes blindness. I've had four cornea transplants throughout my life, last one being in 2016. I have been to specialists after specialists without any relief. This disease has caused me to not have a job or to participate in many activities over the years that other people could. I decided to give it another shot since I got back from class. I went to a different specialist on Monday. He performed eight different tests. He came back and said, Michelle, I can build you some special contact lenses. It will give you somewhat of a normal life. I said, okay. I was positive the entire time. Okay, here's the big OMG. It's going to be $8,000 and insurance won't pay. I said to myself, I can't afford this. I get a disability check every month. So I let it go. But I didn't get stressed out or anything normally I would do. uh, Or in, in the past, I would be in the worst mood for about a week or so. So I gathered my things, I came home, called insurance, and they said, your insurance won't cover them. I sat on the couch for a minute, but I decided I wasn't going to give up. So I called back and asked for a supervisor, explained everything, and she came back on the phone. She went over everything, and she said, oh, Michelle, your insurance will pay 100%. I almost fell off the couch because I never get good news up until now. I called the doctor's office back, and they said, that has never happened before. I guess God is working on me now. With all that being said, quote, this is what she said to me. If it wasn't for you and your team, I would still be stuck. Thank you. And then about 15 minutes later, she sent me back this email. She said, you're the best. My husband said, there will never be another Mr. Black because he definitely changes lives. He didn't even take the class. He's just seeing all the changes in me every single day. I went to the doctor's yesterday and he said, do you need more pills? Because she has not been home sleep since she lost her son. She's in Chicago and her son was gunned down. And when she lost her son about two years ago, she's needed sleeping pills to sleep every single night since then. Since my class, she hasn't taken a single pill. She's still, but he was, she was asked by the doctor if he, she needed more pills. And she, she said, quote, I haven't had any pills since March. He said, what happened? He, she said, quote, I had a spiritual breakthrough. He looked at me like I was crazy. She says, quote, my son would be so proud of me. My niece is 19 years old. I didn't tell her I went to your class. We were driving down the street, and she yelled out and said, Auntie, what's wrong with you? You're smiling. You're not the same person. You must be on medication now. I said, nope, just high on life. I can truly say I'm living my best life. I can't wait to see you guys back here. Thank you again. See, when you know who you are, then what to do is a lot simpler. And even uh, Jesus, when he walked on this planet, if you read the book of John, 
he had supposedly seven I am statements. I like to believe there's actually nine I am statements because one of them has three. You know, I am the bread of life, right? I'm the light of the world. I am the door. I am the good shepherd. I am the resurrection and the life. Uh, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. I am the true vine. And then lastly, he actually had this one, and it's not included, but he says, truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. And that one, he was claiming to be God himself. Why do you think they wanted to stone him? And I told you, as I was looking up uh, I am poems, I came across a way to make an I am poem. You know, he's supposed to write a line. Uh, This one says, I am a carefree girl who loves horses. And then every other line, so it's a format. It says, I wonder, I hear, I see, I want, I pretend, I feel, I touch, I worry, I cry, I understand, I say, I dream, I try, I hope. See, all those are behaviors, activities. Those are things that this person is doing. But that's the problem. A lot of people don't know what to do. Because they're wanting to figure out what they should do. But until they know who they are, until you know why you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, until you know your creed, your constitution, until you know all that, you know, what to do is always going to be confusing. And so I'm going to tell you right now, I believe that no matter what you do, There are three roles that each of us has. There are three I am statements for every single person. And I believe those are I am a warrior. I am a leader. I am a conduit. And after break, I'm going to go into those three specific roles. Because when you understand that you are these three things, then what to do is a lot simpler. But I want to tell you why this matters. This is really important. I'm going to take the last like three and a half, four minutes of this segment to tell you why this matters. This isn't just my way to throw in some kind of religion or, or spiritual relationship into the mix here. No, this is because of how we're made. This is what I bring to the table. This is why this is an hour of power. This is why spending an hour with me every single day on this radio show will have value. That's why going to likeitmatters.net and spending 48 hours uh, in my training will matter because I teach you how you work. My background uh, is in neuro-linguistic programming. I'm a master practitioner, but I also have a working knowledge of transactional analysis, multiple intelligences, logotherapy, a constant never-ending improvement, emotional intelligence, cognitive behavioral therapy, and I eat scripture. So I know the Word of God. And so if I can't support it with the Word of God, then I'm not going to share it with other people. And so let me tell you why this matters. There's something called the logical levels. Dr. Robert Diltz, and this is adapted from Changing Belief Systems with NLP by Dr. Robert Diltz. And there's something called the logical levels. And there are six levels of logical levels. The highest level is spirit. Below that's identity. Below that is BS, which is belief systems. Below that is capabilities. Below that is behavior. And below that is environment. And these are different levels where change can take place. And here's the cool thing about the neurological levels. Change takes place from the top down, not from the bottom up. You can change something below something. That does not guarantee that the, the, the level above it will be affected. However, if you change the level then you are guaranteed that it will affect the level below it. And Einstein said something I never really understood. He said, you cannot solve a problem at the same level it was created at. And so, like, the, I always give the example, the lowest level is environment. You can take an alcoholic out of a bar, and they're still an alcoholic. Matter of fact, you can, the next level up is behavior. You can remove all alcohol from that person's presence, and they'll drink NyQuil. So do you see what I'm saying? The capabilities are they don't believe that they can do it on their own. They need something. They need a fix. They need something to numb them down, something to self-medicate. So I can go through that list. And this is why for the longest time, the neurological level stopped at identity. But if you remember Einstein's quote is you can't solve a problem at the same level as created. So many people struggle with who they are. And so if you don't know that question, if you're struggling there, you can't go above it if there is no spirit. And even the NLP, where they don't believe in God, because NLP is all about how do you know, how do you quantify things. 
they still realize that there has to be something above us, above man. And they call it spirit, which doesn't mean necessarily God, but it could be your higher connection in the universe, your purpose, your reason for existence. That's what we're talking about. That's why they're called existential questions. And that's also why we got to be careful. You know, HR 101, uh, you, you criticize the behavior, not the person. And you compliment the person, not the behavior. Why? Because it's a lot easier to change what you do than who you are. And identity is a second level. So after the break, we're going to go into the three roles of every single person. The three I am statements. I am a warrior. I am a leader. I am a conduit. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. We'll be back in three minutes. Give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you were made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Still need more of Mr. Black? Understand how your brain is wired with brain mapping. This innate intelligence profile will identify your personality and learning styles to help you maximize your potential. Transformational Leadership Awakening has changed the life of thousands of participants and can change yours too. Mr. Black also does one-on-one life caddy work. If you want him to walk with you and help you be your dreams, then having Mr. Black as a life coach is the answer. Training is available on an individual basis and company-wide, all at likeitmatters.net. Budget meetings, young adult ministry meetings, mission and outreach meetings, what carpet should we buy for the office meetings... Twin Cities Pastors, you're invited to the 11th Annual Pastors Appreciation Lunch on Friday, May 17th. This luncheon is a remedy for too many meetings fever and is a healthy break from your overloaded schedule. Plus, it's free thanks to support from the Kingdom Builders. Reserve your seats for this time of fellowship and encouragement at am980themission.com. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. A worn-out battery can cause your phone to die really quickly. Don't pay to upgrade to a new phone. Let Arby's replace your old worn-out iPhone battery with a new one. We can also replace screens, cameras, and power connections so you can give your iPhone problems the boot. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And today we are posing the existential question for you. Who do you think you are? Who are you? And again, you need to listen to this radio show because I go in depth. I unpack a lot of stuff. I cover all aspects of this question. That's why you need to spend 48 minutes a day with me on likeitmattersradio.com. And so this last segment, I want to finish off on three, three IMs for every single human being. You know, we talked earlier about Jesus had the seven, well, I believe technically ten IMs in the book of John, right? But he's talking about the seven IMs. And we have so many people that are focused on uh, what they do, I do. But really, before you go to I do, you need to figure out who I am. And so I want to suggest to you in this closing segment that we are all uh, called to be warriors, 
leaders, and conduits. And those are the three I am statements I want to close this training out. I am a warrior, I am a leader, and I am a conduit. I want you to think of the first one, a warrior. And I don't mean guns and knives. Uh, I don't mean fighting like that. But we got to be fighting the good fight. That's what the good book says. Fighting the good fight. And if you don't know who you are, and if you don't know why you're here, and if you don't know who God is, if there is a God, then you're probably struggling with who you are. I'm just telling that right now. Because we are warriors. We are called to fight a good fight. If you're married, you should be fighting for the innocence of your wedding bed. If you have children... You should be fighting for the innocence of your child. you got a world that's working to get to them, confuse them uh, at a young age. So confusing. We want now kids, three- and four-year-old kids, to be confused about what sex they are. Uh, wow, it's stunning. When you start realizing it, uh, hearing about all these famous people, you know, the, the Markles, you know, Prince Harry and, and Meghan Markle are going to raise their, uh, their child to be gender neutral. Wow. To confuse a child at that age. Boy, we better be fighting a good fight. Those of us who believe in the God of the Bible, uh, those of us who believe in the Koran, uh, those of us who believe in the Torah, uh, man, uh, boy, that, that's an insult to God that God doesn't know what he's doing. God's so messed up that he screwed up. That's the fight. We got to be fighting. I mean, one of my big clients is Kraft Foods. My big clients are Kraft Foods, and they're constantly fighting for shelf space. You know, those darn Keebler elves, you know? <laughs> You know, you're fighting for market share. So we got to be a warrior fighting for principles, fighting for values, fighting for this country, you know, to make America great again, to, to keep America great. You know, our greatness was always tied to our understanding of God and our belief that we've been blessed. And now I wonder how we're going to be great again when we walked away from our God. How can we be a great country if we don't know who our God is and who the God of the Bible is? But we're called to be warriors. Leaders, we are called to be leaders because everybody's following somebody. And we're all leaders to a degree because people are always watching us. And there are two driving forces in life. It's called neuroassociative conditioning, the desire for pleasure and the avoidance of pain. In other words, we're even moving, either moving towards something or moving away from something. And people are giving us an example of what they love to be like or what we never want to be like. Billy Graham told us years ago that Christians do more to scare people away from God than anything the devil could ever do. And so leadership is a loop. You got to flex your pecs, leaders. It's permission, it's example, it's culture, right? We got to give people permission. Leadership is always about permission. That's what precedent is about in the legal field. And we give people permission through our actions. Parents, what kind of permission do you give your kids on how to treat each other, how to treat your husband or how to treat your wife? Do they see love? Do they see unification? Do they see a unified two people together? Do they see respect? Do they see support? Right? See, we give people permission through our actions. Otherwise, you're just a hypocrite. You know, do as I say, not as I do. That's the term of a hypocrite. So we give people permission. What type of permission are you giving people? Those of you that have little boys, men, are you giving your little boys permission to treat a woman with care, with love? Why or how? By the way you treat your wife. That's how. Example. That's the E in PECS. You give permission through your actions, but you also give an example. A picture's worth a thousand words. The typical human being speaks at 120 to 140 words per minute. I can get to 180. So one picture of love or respect or lack of love or lack of or, or disrespect is greater than the equivalent of six to eight minutes of nonstop dialogue. I always tell all my friends and my Christian friends or my pastors, you know, people don't need another sermon. You go to oneplace.com, a great organization, a great website where you can listen to 60, 80 pastors every day and then find another 50 archive messages there. You got thousands of messages. People don't need another sermon. They need an example. They need a picture. That's why one of the I am statements of Jesus is I am the way, the truth, and life. In other words, he's saying, hey, if you're looking for a picture, if you're looking for an example, watch me. Watch me. That's what he's saying. Those things that I do, you too do. He came to give us an example. 
because a picture is worth a thousand words. And then the C in PAX is culture. Culture is like soil. Everything comes from the soil. Good soil begats good produce. Bad soil begats bad produce. The, the, uh, the, the culture, if you think about it, is a series of repeated norms, acceptable behaviors, things that are rewarded and things that are criticized or punished. And boy, if you look at the world we live in today, for those of us that do believe in the God of the Bible, our world's getting smaller and smaller. For those of us who do believe that the Lord God is one and he never changes, uh, our world is getting smaller and smaller. And those of us who love now are being called hateful uh, because we believe a good book and what it's always said. Interesting. Because the culture's changed. Remember, everything comes from the culture. And so I am a warrior fighting the good fight. I am a leader giving people permission through my actions, being a good example to others, and creating a series of repeated norms or repeated activity around me that allows for good things to come in place. That's PEC, P-E-C, Permission, Example, Culture. And the third I am statement is I am a conduit. See, ladies and gentlemen, there are two types of vessels we can be in this world. Remember, just two. Make Keep it simple, soldier, right? There is a cistern, or a conduit, right? A cistern or a conduit. A cistern is like a vase that holds things. A conduit is a pass-through agent. You know, the Dead Sea is one of the lowest places on the earth, and there are few underground waterways that feed the Dead Sea. But nothing comes out of the Dead Sea. That's why it's the Dead Sea. And ladies and gentlemen, I challenge you, I question you. Are you a Dead Sea leader? Are you a Dead Sea parent? Are you a Dead Sea employee? Have many people poured into you, but it doesn't come back out. That's the key. Conduit, we're supposed to be a pass-through agent. Abraham was blessed to be a blessing to other people. Israel was blessed to be a blessing to other nations. You've been blessed to be a blessing to other people. When my kids were little, boy, those, those belief systems, the programming I put in place were so critical. I would teach my kids everything. Everything we have is God's. We're not to hold on to it like a cistern. We're to pass through like a conduit, like a sprinkler system under the ground. There are PVC pipes under the ground. Its sole purpose is for water to pass through it, to go to one place to where it's needed in another place. That is our job, conduits, is we've all been blessed. Some of you have great jobs. Some of you have a 401K. Some of you have great gifts and talents and resources. Some of you have been allowed a lot of pain so that you can help people walk through people's pain. You didn't go through all that to hold on to it. You went through all that to pass it through. You went through all that to, to help others. You went through all that to be a beacon, to be a light, to be salt. You've been blessed so that you can be a blessing to other people. Because there's going to come a time in each and every one of our lives, and we're going to be lying on our deathbed. There's nothing we can do. There's no amount of money can bring us back to health. That we're getting ready to find out if there is a God. And one of the worst things to do is lay on that deathbed with nothing you can do about it and should all over yourself. I should have done this. I should have done that. I should have done this. I should have done that. That has got to be one of the worst feelings in the world because each and every one of us is going to take our last breath. And each and every one of us will soon find out if there is a God. And the only way you can go through that process in peace without questioning yourself is to figure out who you are. And if you don't know who you are and why you're here and why you get up each morning, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day and do it again and again and again, then go to likeitmatters.net and check it out. Or email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. I can help you figure out who you are. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does. Looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Minnesota. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins 
by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen, following directions, accepting responsibility, being a good role model. And it's about respect for officials, opponents, the rules, and each other. The result? It transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. High school sports. There's so much more than just a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570, KDIZ Golden Valley. A service.